The newest member to the One Championship roster, Garrett Leinberger. Thank you, Garrett, for the time today. How's life right now for you and uh, how are you holding up in this uh, life of the quarantine, I guess? I'm doing really great, actually. Uh, I've actually enjoyed this time. I mean, apart from uh, you know all the negative things going on, I think it's a really good time for everybody to work on themselves, you know, self-care and um, finding their craft, figuring out what they really want in life. So everything's been good. I've just been working a lot, um, training, and that's really the gist of it right there. Outside of training, what have you been working on? Um, I landscape and hardscape. Uh, full-time as well and um, and then I also I've been doing a lot of art I've been trying to get back into my art and trying to make a little side hustle out of that well, that's what life is about right side hustles it'd be a renaissance man exactly until you make the big time right uh-huh <laughs> all right uh, before we get into uh, you know one championship I wanted to ask you about some of uh, you know some some of your background right a lot of people might not know who you are especially in Asia I'm from a small town in Maryland uh, called Hughesville, a very rural area, um, about 30 minutes away from uh, Washington, D.C. Grew up wrestling my whole life, and, um, you know, God willing, I was able to, you know, I really put a lot of time and effort over the years into, um, I love competing, and, uh, and I love, you know, pushing myself against the best, so just coming from a small town and, um, made a lot of good connections. I met a lot of the right people and um, decided to you know, keep my head on straight. And, uh, and then once I got done with college, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. And I w- kind of wanted to keep wrestling, but there was not much you know, money in the wrestling, uh, international wrestling, that is. And um, so I, I started going over to Strong Style over in Cleveland. Um, I trained out there with a bunch of my buddies and then I blew out my knee. I had to come back home to Maryland. Then I uh, ended up over at Team Lloyd Irvin. Uh, love it over there. And uh, I ended up with one, and here we are now. All right. There's a lot to digest right there. So first of all, you know, you went to college at Notre Dame, right? Yes. And and that's why you're over in that Cleveland area, that, that Ohio area. And that's right. why. But what led you to... Strong style, though, like I, you said that you had a connection there, but, you know, yeah. what sparked your interest, I guess? Um, I, uh, a couple of my teammates, my guys that were like my big brothers on the team that really helped me out. Because when I got to college, I was 17, so never, I'm the only child, so like ever, all of my brothers, like all my best friends were basically my siblings, you know? So there was a couple of different my teammates that I graduated by the time. I was finished with college. They were over there. And then Jessica I over in the UFC, she's one of my good friends. She was over there as well. So um, it was a it was a very, it was like Notre Dame connection. Like all of everybody from my school, if they were fighting, <laughs> they went straight over to strong style. It was like a little like Notre Dame. Like, thanks for wearing <laughs> So you said the, you blew your knee out and then you went back home. Uh, mm-hmm. What happened with that? Did you have to get surgery? Was there a long recovery process? Yeah, I um, I was supposed to get surgery, but I didn't really want to. I was honestly scared. I never had a major injury. I tore my MCL and ACL um, just, just doing MMA drilling, just doing some takedowns with uh, an old teammate of mine in Bellator, Joey Davis, and then uh, John Gunther. He was on the Ultimate Fighter. And... Um, 
yeah, we were just rolling around early and uh, landed really funny. Um, I ended up getting a PRP um, where they take the blood out and they spin around in the centrifuge and they shoot it back into the injured area and that stuff is magic. If you can avoid getting surgery, I highly recommend getting PRP. I was, I mean, I was out for a while. It took a while to get the PRP, but in a couple of weeks, I was, I wasn't back to a hundred, but I was, you know, back in the, in the gym again. All right. So you go back into the gym. You're with Team Lloyd Irvin, uh, uh, you know, world-renowned team. When you get there, you know, the first couple of weeks, how was it? Banking. It took some more things. <laughs> so, I mean, I. I can hold my own in the wrestling aspect, but nobody really knows how good that team is. Like the, the systems that we all train and it's not like everybody learns the same thing at once. It's body type, it's different systems and master boys has this on, you know, striking jujitsu. And uh, yeah, it was, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't the funnest training camp. Cause I went right into, right when I got off the injury, I went right into fight camp uh, for the Cowboys Cerrone fight. Uh, the Cowboy Fight Series. I was on the uh, very first series of that, and um, yeah, it was it wasn't fun at first. I tell you that the, the schedule took a little um, took a little while to get used to, but you know, I personally I like getting like work in practice because it keeps me honest. You know, you never want to if you're the best guy in the gym, you're doing something wrong. Like you're not getting pushed right, or there's you know something not fully, you know, uh, I guess, connecting or, or whichever. With the team, you guys do have a, a couple other uh, prospects coming up, too. You know, I, I actually recently spoke with uh, Tafan. Yeah. And he's going to fight on the Contender Series. And he's out there, right? He's he's supposed sure. to be a diamond in the rough. He's supposed oh, to be a killer, right? It's on the scene. <laughs> Just wait till I got this on the scene. <laughs> it's going to be scary for a lot of people. I mean, if, uh, yeah, that he's so well-rounded, mm. super, super hard worker, and, and one of the nicest guys you ever meet. He's, he's a very, very gentle person. I, I love all those guys. And then uh, we got a 170-pound um, Jason uh, Craig Willingham. Uh, he's number one amateur uh, welterweight in the country, and then he's going to be uh, going pro soon, I believe. And then, as you know, Sadiq. And then James Pitt, a couple other guys. But, yeah, it's uh, the jiu-jitsu side. That's, that's taken care of over there. There's a lot of guys over there. Yeah, yeah. Now, with the, with the coaching staff, like who have you been working closely with to kind of mold the other aspects of your game? Um, Really, Master Lloyd um, for the jiu-jitsu side. And then Jamal Hardwell. And, and he's a big diamond in the rough. I think he's the most underrated coach in combat sports. Uh, he's a black belt in judo, brown belt in jiu-jitsu, and his striking is world class. Like, it's, uh, he's been very tough on me, but it's been very good for me uh, for my striking growth. You know, after a while, um, you feel like you're not really making any strides, and then when things start to click, they become a little better. But also, you learn from your teammates as well. I've learned a lot from every belt. You know, guys that come through and train with us, you can learn from anybody. It, it, it's not just the um, coaches. You can pick up something from anybody. you got to keep up perspective when it comes to training. Definitely. Now, what aspect of mixed martial arts have you picked up rather quickly? Um, I'd say 
I say jujitsu, um, the, the most being able to combine my wrestling with it. That took a while. I didn't think I'd ever be good at jujitsu. I didn't understand at that at all for a while. And then it, it has begun to click. Um, the drilling has probably helped me the most. I personally, like, I'm used to a hundred degree room or banging in the wrestling room hard. You want to drill like you're going to wrestle a match in jujitsu. It's like repetition, slow, smooth, slow and smooth. And it's, it was, uh, it took a while, a while for me to, you know, adjust to that. It's, the striking's coming along well too, but, um, that still needs a lot of work. A couple of days ago, you know, your management, they announced that you signed with one championship. How did that all get put together? On my, I, uh, I got a Facebook message, um, and I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was, I was in a, a, a odd place. I was in like purgatory, like mixed martial arts purgatory or something. I didn't, it was after the Cowboys fight. It was like, it was way like a year. I mean, it was earlier this year and, um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Do I go back to wrestling? Do I just try to do jujitsu? Do I just go get a job? Yeah, it was very tough, and um, I was just working and training, working and training, and then I got a, a message from my, my manager, and he had said that one was interested, like, if he reached out, you know, what would I be interested if he put a word in for me? Uh, let, me let me marinate on that for a second. Let me make sure that that's what I really want to do, because, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. And all I ever wanted to do was just to get paid to compete. Like, that's all I ever wanted. Uh, even when I was in college wrestling, I was like, man, I just want to get paid to compete. Like, I, I've, I've been around so many, like, great people, and it's, it's just, uh, I can't believe that it's, it's, I mean, I still have to do my part on the deal, but I always wanted to fight for one. When I first saw it, I was like, that looks so cool. I'd love to be able to travel over to Asia, and, like, I, I love traveling, and um, we get to compete, and, Experience different cultures. I love the like the culture over there. I, I like you know like old samurai, like anime, <laughs> like everything. You know? I'm a big big fan of it all. So I, it's a dream come true, honestly. Uh, I'm just I'm very grateful for it. Yeah, you know, once you start getting the ball rolling, man, you're gonna be able to fight all over Asia. It's they go yeah. pretty much everywhere. So and then yeah. one of the hot spots would be like Japan would be the hot spot, cool. and they do some major cool. shows. So Maybe even debuting. I don't know. I think they have a card coming up at the end of the year in Tokyo. Would that, that be something? Would that be a dream? Please get me on there. That's all I can say. <laughs> I would love to. Uh, yeah, Tokyo would be, I would love to make a debut there. I mean, that's where MMA started out there. I, I was watching the old uh, old tournaments, the Ballet Tudo, you know, watching Hicks and Gracie and all those guys back then. It's crazy how much it's evolved, but um, it's pioneers in the sport. It really uh, did so much for us. You know, as a decorated collegiate wrestler, right, and then you see all these fighters that are coming up, most of them, when they become very successful, they come from the same background. Why do you think there's so much success with those types of athletes? Um, I think it's just in, in, uh, in wrestling or just wrestlers. Up, you wrestlers that become fighters they are they're pretty much if you look at the champions that's who they're predominant you know what i mean they're dominating Definitely. i think it's the mental fortitude instilled at a young age a lot of wrestlers start early so if that's instilled in your mind 
that becomes part of your, you know, your DNA. Like that's all you want to do. That's all you've known is go, 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 go. And, um, you know, when, if there's an aspect of wrestling that you're not good at, then you're going to work, work, work to try to balance it out. So I think it's the same thing. You, you get addicted to it. You get a, honestly like a, a very, very, like you get a, a rush from it, like a high from it. And, um, you know, I think wrestling rooms in general, I think everybody should spend a week in a wrestling room. <laughs> just, to, just to understand what it's like you know there's kids crying there's fights there's everything you can think of and uh nothing i think the losses help the wrestlers more than anything because you know after a loss you go into a deep deep state of contemplation like, do i suck what do i need to work on like and then when you come out of it you know nothing can stop you so you just put that belief and you put the work in, you know it's gonna gonna happen. I mean, I personally like seeing the guys who don't have the, the best wrestling accomplishment still come into this sport and do that. I, I love seeing that. Because uh, they're not as, you know, the guys with all the accomplishments, they don't get the same, um, they don't have the same drive or the hunger. You know? The guys that don't get the same uh or one-time big champ, or never got a national title. Those guys are very, very hungry, and they want more and more and more. Because you don't want to stop like one, and it's stuff that it has to end up the college. Well, you know, when you do make your promotional debut, like, what kind of style? Because there's so many different styles that you could compete against. What would be a style that interests you to to, to be faced against, you know, across the cage from you? Uh, I, I wouldn't mind a striker. I, I wouldn't mind that. Um... I wouldn't mind a striker at all. I'll take whatever they give me, but I'll, I'll take a wrestler. I'll take a jiu-jitsu man. Um, at the, with the gym, with Lloyd's, uh, it's pretty well-rounded, so I'm, I have guys that can help me prepare either camp, either type of camp I need to be in you know, for my fight. Well, you know, I like that, you know, you, you did sign with one championship because one thing that's different about that organization is that you – you're you're beginning your career, right? You're gonna debut. Your professional debut's coming up, but you're gonna be on the big stage at the same time. So you start on the big stage, and yeah. but you're not gonna be thrown into the lions either. You're gonna develop through, yeah. you know, Build the up. years, right? And and that's what's good though. You know, what I mean, you don't have to work through the regional scene in some ways. And they're not gonna they're not gonna Aaron Pico you. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that guy was too good. He was too good. He he already boxed his whole life and stuff. Yeah. Well, crazy. you know, he was thrown to the Lions, too, at an early age, early yeah. in his career. He had a couple people, and then, you know, and then he had Henry Corrales, who's not a slouch whatsoever. Mm -hmm. It's like three fights in Henry Corrales, mm -hmm. you know. So, I mean, I, I, I didn't want to have to, as, you know, it's very ignorant of me to say that, but to, I, I didn't want to have to go to the regional scene. I mean, I just... At the time where I was at, that's how I felt. You know, it could have changed for sure, but I'm just happy. I love the big stage. Um, I, that's why I thrive the most is getting on into the big stage as far as like wrestling and whatnot. So I can't wait uh, to go out there. Yeah, man. If you know, you gotta take what what comes to you with this career, right? And and this opportunity is gonna be big. And and I hope uh, much success, man, through the years. And and I'll be following because you know I watch all the events and and follow the fighters and that welterweight division it's a division that's developing so you could you know 
make, you know, make a run. You know what I mean? That's what's fun about it. So, Garrett, man, appreciate the time. And uh, next time, you know, when we speak, it'll be before your uh, promotional debut. So it'll be exciting, man. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. I appreciate you uh, helping me with the platform. It means a lot.